Riptide Boys, a Swan Run podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 52. And this week, we're, we're going to be doing a little bit of a new format. We're calling it Advanced Topics in Swim Run. And this week's topic is Swim Run Flow. Sounds cool, huh? Tell me more. Yeah. So, so, the, so the idea for this show, and these are going to be more of like short form, deep thoughts. Something to, something to chew something on. Something to chew on. Yep. As we have been studying the sport, interviewing people, learning a ton. Students of Swim Students Run. of Swim Oh, absolutely. We have found that there are some things where to us it just seemed like, oh, we just leveled up. So we thought it'd be mm. interesting to kind of dive into these things. And one of them that we experienced in Austin, and it was, I mean, it was pretty significant, was was this idea of swim run flow where we've heard guests talk about it before, the technique of swim run, um, managing transitions, you know, being one with nature, going from, from leg to leg deep, smoothly. Deep partner, relationship, connection. Yeah. Good you know, communication, yeah. all the things, looking out for each other. And when we raced Austin, there was one thing that I noticed that I think we've been partners for a while. So I think we, we already have a kind of a good thing going, but Mm -hmm. in that race in particular, my goal in that race was to try to get the best out of you chipper, the best performance, physical, just as much as I could get out of you. That was my job. Get basically have you do the best you can. You were doing the same thing for me. Yeah. And I didn't know it though. Yeah, <laughs> but I was doing it <laughs> as as we were. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It was it was kind of subconscious. Like we talked about our plan the night before, and we had everything. We knew what we were going to do over for a, the race over a large donut, very large donut, and and so so we executed on our plan. But I think we we kind of unlocked something by mm-hmm. racing with the tether the entire time. This is the first race that we've done where we kept a tether on during pretty much all the runs. Um, and the swims, obviously, but we made a conscious decision. It's like, hey, let's keep the tether on and let's just let's just move. And there was just, I mean, there was a lot that we learned from that experience. And I think, like I said, I feel like we leveled up our teamwork partnership. Yes. You know, the low tide boys are now got like another little star. Yeah. And I, I was, we were talking about this a little before that, <clears throat> you know, we had done a handful of swim runs, maybe three or four. I, I don't have the exact number. But we had also practiced the entire swim run. Or, uh, sorry, we had been practicing the entire summer doing swim yeah. runs every single weekend for months. So we had we started to like really kind of sharpen these knives up. And I felt like, hey, I had a good grasp and I felt pretty confident in our ability as partners. But you're totally right. During this race, and I think, I mean, it didn't take for the race to be over. It was like probably the second or third leg i was like we are really vibing right now you and i yeah we're in a great groove not chit-chatting as much just sort of pushing. like we were racing we were and racing I, and i think we we both did things to kind of get us to that level that then we were able to express it in a race like i definitely was working a ton on my swimming mm-hmm. um to just try to kind of catch up to to where you are um and i mean i was i was Definitely. I mean, I put in more yards this year than I have since yeah. pre-children, since like my old school OG triathlon days. Um, That's impressive in its own right, right there. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's I mean, it's it's a blessing that I've yeah. actually been able to have the pool time. Um, and I feel like you worked on. I'm going to just go out and say it, I think your transitions or aid station stuff was always pretty sloppy. Even when we would do like hundred yeah. k's, like no man left behind, I, I would get annoyed and be like, "Come on, dude, let's go, let's walk, walk, walk." Yeah. And 
And that was just kind of like you would just like graze and just make sure you're all set. And you were just like, I was more like, let's just keep moving forward. So um, I think in that respect, you were just way better. I mean, you were just so much better at that. Like you, I think partly like we had a plan. We knew when we we're going to take gels. Yep. Like all that stuff, like we already decided what was going to happen. Um, and I think on race day, what that meant was we like weren't wasting any sort of mental energy on things that we didn't need to. And that's what I felt the tether really unlocked, really enabled yeah. us to do is because, <clears throat> so Chris is a, he's a faster runner. I don't even know if we could put 15, 20 seconds a mile faster. More, is it more than that? I don't know. Well, what do you think? I think our history has been that it's always been kind of fluid. Like there's Some, been, ton, sometimes there's been I'm, times. Sometimes I'm yeah. better shaped than Chris. Sometimes he's better shaped than my, me exactly. or he goes longer because he's got... So we, we there is ebbs and flows in our training yeah, cycles. Definitely. We haven't synced up. Yeah, and we weren't we were definitely weren't synced up for this race. Like I've been doing like a ton of cardio oh, yeah. and just like you know, just spending putting in riding like around mad Swift hours, forever. yeah, <laughs> putting in mad 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 hours, um, which was great. Like it was helping my mental <laughs> my yeah. mental health or whatever. Um, but like going into the race, and we've talked about this before as well. Like I knew that our sort of fitness levels were sort of imbalanced, mm-hmm. but um, you know, we've two weeks before the race, we did a three hour swimming practice and that was fine. So I, I wasn't worried about you chipper kind of like blowing up on this, you know, on yeah. the length of the race. And like, as the race developed, um, swims weren't super technical. So we sort of weren't wasting a lot of like mm-hmm. effort, mental effort on that. And I feel like, like, as you were saying, you know, what really unlocked it you know, I worked on my swim to kind of get me in a better position to kind of hold my own. You worked on your transitions and aid station time to kind of like make sure that we kept moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that really tied it all together was uh, keeping the tether on. Yeah, yeah you nice. see what I did there? Um, keeping the tether on, you know, you, you really get this, you know, the ladies from the Swarm Labs called this their um, umbilicus. And it really the perfect <laughs> word. I mean, the like perfect that. word yeah. for it. Where, um, I was leading most of the runs and I could feel chipper whenever he was falling off the pace. Um, I could just feel him just cause like my hip would move or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I sort of knew exactly where he was at. So either if it was just like a little crest and we had to get over it, I would just keep, well, yeah. I would keep the tension just to help him get over it. And if it was just, we we're just flat, I would pull back a little bit. Um, and honestly it was surreal when the race is happening. I honestly f- didn't even think about it and it wasn't even that obvious once we had gotten the the length issue kind of sorted out we had to do a couple do a couple knots and stuff but running through the trees i wasn't like oh my god is this gonna get caught on a branch and i think what was helpful for me is that i felt like i needed to i knew i was the weaker one on the run legs so instead of me and i mean this is this could be a very personal thing but like if i keep asking talking to chris like oh sorry man i'm I'm hurting or, or like kind of, it, it could get you in a weird headspace that the tether, it was unspoken that there was a complete understanding between Chris knowing how hard I was pushing or could push yeah, and not. And then there was even an instance where I was like, Hey, do you want to push harder? We could go. And I felt like that was me you know, Chris had unlocked that from me or I had that extra to give that I knew Chris wanted me to give that because he had, I knew he had it in the tank Mm -hmm. and I was like, I have it too. So we should definitely use it. (laughs) We should definitely go. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like it just, 
there was just so much that could remain unspoken mm-hmm. and you know we we're good partners and you know like if if I was pulling too hard like you wouldn't have to tell me to slow down I'd be like obviously I need to like back off a little bit because he needs you know he needs some time to to get it back or whatever um but yeah I I think I think when, when we put it all together and having a plan before the race like the night before we we're mm-hmm. talking about when we were going to take aid there was a specific spot where we already knew that chipper that you wanted to cap down so the second we got out of the water i just you know you unzipped and i pulled your bib up and i cabbed you down real quick and we just didn't carry wasted like two seconds i mean i think that nailing the transitions you know no dogging in and out of the water Mm -hmm. um being really efficient at aid stations and just continuing to move forward i I mean mean, we had our plan dialed in to okay at aid station three we're taking the caffeine gel yeah. Or we're taking this and two sips of water or, or two cups of water or whatever, and we're going. Or make sure we, we leave out of the aid station and we go left. I mean, I had, we hadn't put that amount of prep into a race. I don't, I ha- I don't think I ever have yeah. outside of a triathlon. Well, I mean, and that's, and that's where I think that we really leveled up. And it was really from listening to our guests um, you know, over the year that, that we just picked up a lot of these little pro tips. Um, and not just from you know, from Americans and Swedes and just international mm-hmm. folks. I mean, their tips were coming from everywhere. So we've tried with the show to kind of like help people do that. But really for us, it felt like we we were able to unlock it in this race. And it probably, I would say it almost probably took race conditions for us to really kind of like, because, you know, our time goal for that particular event was, I think, about an hour more. We'd budgeted sort of an hour yeah. more. Then when we were at, and I kept looking down at my watch and just being like, we're really racing. Like, we're actually moving pretty well. Yeah. Which is why... We started you know, picking off those legs quick. Yeah, and we started, like, deciding to skip cliff jumps because it was just so much faster to kind of run down and jump in and shorten the swim and get on that last run, like, big run leg. Um, so we were making tactical decisions in a way that I think before we were just kind of out there... Um, you know, doing Enjoying the best, it. doing the best we can. But yeah. I mean, our level of our usual level of chit chat was so much lower. I mean, we talked a bit this on the fireside chat episode last week that came out about Catalina. How when we finished, almost immediately we were like, we could do an hour better just from transitions because yeah. I mean, I think we knew Catalina was going to be a really long day, and it and it was for us, but. Yeah. We wanted to make sure we were not going. We we needed to finish, and I think we kind of like over indexed on taking it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, not, it was not taking for it easy, sure. But I mean, like, it was you know. it was uh, that race was no joke, right? It was a World Series, Atala World, you yeah. know, World Championship qualifier. It was it was a legit race, and I feel like if that race was tomorrow, mm-hmm. I mean, just even after you know, not really. Doing, trading yeah. together anything in the last couple of weeks since it's I think Austin. we would go faster. Go way faster. Um, what would you give our flow score, swim run flow score for Catalina out of 10? One being not we, we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> 10 being like say, dialed. Wow, I, that's a good question. I probably would give it like um like a 6. Okay. I was going to go yeah, 5 5.56. Yeah, like Austin, a 6. I mean, because I would say so for Catalina, like we knew what we were doing and we knew 
we knew how to get from A to B. It wasn't our first swim run. Like we had we had plans <laughs> of like when we were gonna yeah, do yeah. what. <laughs> I think if anything, it was just you know, we we weren't as trained up specifically for that course. Um yeah. which is a lesson learned for sure. Probably a little light on the swim at that point too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that we were like, Oh yeah, that swim isn't gonna be a problem, but I think that, you know, being overtrained for the swim is never is never a bad idea. Um but yeah, I think that I mean that to, to, I I still think Catalina was a, a successful race for us. Absolutely. Um and but yeah, like fast forward, you know, 10 months or whatever I mean, it, it is. It, we felt like a completely different team. Yeah. Really really polished. Yeah. Really dialed in. Yeah, and even when we had a little bit of adversity where we missed one I, I, in hindsight it looks like a very obvious turn. Yeah, um, when we were running back and we saw the area we're like we ran by this giant <laughs> sign. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. So that was my bad. But even there, um, I mean, it cost us not even 30 two, seconds two, or yeah, something. Two minutes or but, something. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, our head was still completely in the game at that point. Um, yeah, we were we were locked. And it, it helped that was like the second to last leg. Oh, yeah. If that was in the middle of the race, we might have been. Yeah, like if it, it would have been like a major a different, detour. Different effect but yeah, us. I think I think. I think what we're trying to share with this type of format is the fact, well, a couple of things. I think we're trying to share how we see that there's opportunities for growth for teams to really take it to the next level in some, in some ways that are, are pretty low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. But, but I think the other thing we're trying to show is, is like the sport is actually, you know, it's not just getting A to B. It's not just, you know, there's so much to it that, I think, um, you know, I think all sports have this, but swim run in particular, since every course is unique, every, you know, every race, it's its own puzzle. And I feel like what really, where I really felt we had the flow. And I think when we're saying experiencing swim run flow is like, you're, this puzzle is no problem. You're (laughs) you're, you're moving through nature and it's a, it's a, such a seamless experience yeah exactly and and i think you know on the world championship level i think you'd say when george and pontus won um atala was it 2019 mm-hmm. like they they unlocked that at like a world-class level right where they were just moving great everything made all the right decisions it's like a banner day they're ready of. to go you know yeah. it's like and i felt like you know could we have gone faster in austin yeah but it but it wasn't because of of any, it wasn't because of any. It was details, like you can always right? it was just swim, fitness. Yeah. swim faster. You can always run faster, and like yeah, training more hours or training a different way. That's kind of e- you know, yeah, that's yeah, easy that's to easy that's part. easy yeah. to fix. The hard part it was like this mental game, right? Which is really like, I mean, I was so stoked after that race because it wasn't just that we had a good performance. Dude, even and we during finished, the race, yeah, it was. Know? I was like, this isn't. I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, I hope. Chris is feeling this way because if not, I, I don't know something's up because like I feel really <laughs> good right now. I feel amazing right now. Um, and totally, Swarman Flow, you don't have to be partners or BFFs or neighbors for years and years and years. You could easily have Swarman Flow with yeah. a brand new partner on race day. Yeah, and, and that partner might not even speak your language. So that's just some of our thoughts about kind of this concept of Swarman Flow. Yeah, and we're gonna try to have these episodes every once in a while. If you have a topic idea that you want us to to go 
go on about that's yeah. similar to this let us yeah, know w- yeah this is basically going to be like when we have an epiphany about something or we really feel like we've leveled up on something significant um, that affects our performance whether it's just an adventure or a race i think that um you know we've taken it on sort of as our solemn duty to kind of share share the yeah. knowledge um of swim run in general but then yeah i mean i thought that this race was kind of transformative for our partnership and for our our you know our team the mm-hmm. low tide boys team um so yeah we hope that that you find that as well and that you found value in this type of format and definitely let us know if you know if you have any questions or if you want to if there's a topic you want us to talk about um yeah, we're happy to, to entertain it. And if we don't, if we haven't reached that level, we're happy to bring people on who who have. But thank you for listening to the inaugural um, advanced topics in Swim Run. Swim Run TED Talks. Swim Run <laughs> TED Talks. <laughs> thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a Swim Run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. You can also sign up for our newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Or until run you to cross the, or, the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Peace. Peace.